0: So, you know, we think of PCOS as a fertility issue, which we often first think of as hormones, but it really comes back to blood sugar and blood sugar balance. You know, the longer I've been in this field, the more I've realized that blood sugar balance is at the root of so many hormone imbalances.
1: Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, TV guest expert, and author. After self-hacking my mind and body to lose 30 pounds, I now help busy, overwhelmed women use stress as their superpower so that they can rise above it and become more calm, resilient, and physically fit. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. This is culinary nutritionist Trudy Stone, and I am so grateful that you tuned in today. Today on the Mind Your Body Show, we have an amazing guest, the one and only Dr. Danielle DeRoche. Dr. Danielle DeRoche is a licensed naturopathic doctor specializing in PCOS, fertility, and thyroid health. Using natural therapy, she aims to address the root cause of symptoms while restoring balance in the body so it can function optimally. She owns a virtual telemedicine practice, which allows her to connect with and support women from across the country. She is passionate about educating and empowering her patients to understand their bodies and take control of their health. To learn more, visit her website, which I'll link in the show notes for you and also visit her on Instagram. I will link her uh, Instagram handle in the show notes for you as well. Welcome to the Mind Your Body show. Danielle, how are you?
0: I'm great. Thank you so much for
1: having me. Thank you for being here. So Danielle, if this is someone's first introduction to you, can you give us a little bit of a background about who you serve and what it is that you do?
0: Yeah, so I am a naturopathic doctor, which is similar to a functional medicine doctor, you might be more familiar with one or the other. But essentially, I really help women with PCOS and their fertility. And I help them by using natural therapies like dietary changes, supplements and lifestyle changes. So really using natural therapies to help them address the root cause of their hormone imbalances. So they're able to heal and really feel their best long term rather than just taking a medication that maybe is acting more as like a band-aid approach um, that is really going to leave them not feeling their best.
1: Oh, I love that. I love that. So, Danielle, we've heard a lot about PCOS. Like, what is PCOS exactly?
0: Yeah, PCOS stands for polycystic ovary syndrome, and it's really, really common You know, a couple of years ago we estimated that about one in 10 women had PCOS, and now we're thinking more in one to seven or one to eight women have PCOS. And about 50% of women who have it don't realize they have it. And oftentimes, symptoms of PCOS first show up during our teen years. And many of those teenagers are getting put on the birth control pill, which essentially is covering up their symptoms. And because of this, many women aren't realizing they have PCOS until much later on in their life when they try to become pregnant, maybe they come off the birth control pill for the first time in 10 to 15 years. And they're realizing, oh, these period problems I had as a teenager are still around when I come off the pill. And now I'm going to have to really work to get them under control. So I am able to get pregnant naturally.
1: So Danielle, what are some signs that someone might have PCOS?
0: So one of the most common signs is going to be irregular periods. And this is when a woman has a period more than 35 days apart. Now, some women can have PCOS and have regular periods. So it's not always a guarantee, but it is one of the most common symptoms. Other signs can include things like acne, facial hair growth, hair loss, fatigue, weight gain. It really can show up in so many different ways and the hard thing with PCOS is that it doesn't look the exact same in every single person. So you may be thinking, you know, well, my sister has PCOS and she has these symptoms, but I struggle with this. So it must not be PCOS. And that's just not the case. It can Mm -hmm. look so, so different. And so it's really important that, you know, if you are struggling with irregular periods or you're struggling to get pregnant, that you're ruling PCOS out as a potential cause Especially if you were one of those teens who were put on the birth control pill when you were younger for something like irregular periods or acne. Mm,
1: okay. So many women with PCOS struggle to get pregnant. Why is that?
0: So oftentimes with PCOS, women struggle to ovulate. So ovulation is when we release an egg from our ovary each month. And this egg is what eventually becomes fertilized by the sperm and will turn into a pregnancy in some cases. Now with PCOS, there's often an imbalance in blood sugar and that imbalance in blood sugar actually can cause our ovaries to overproduce a hormone called testosterone. And that can interfere with our ability to ovulate. Now, if we don't ovulate, we are not going to be having regular cycles. So if your periods are coming every three months, every four months, every five months, that's a really good indicator that you're not ovulating. And if you're not ovulating, you're not going to have that egg that's being released. And it's going to be impossible for you to get pregnant. We cannot get pregnant if we're not ovulating. Now, we absolutely can support, you know, women's bodies through natural ways like diet and supplements to help them start ovulating naturally. But if you are struggling to get pregnant with PCOS and you don't know whether or not you're ovulating, that's going to be step number one is to determine if you are. And if you're not, you're going to want to focus on that.
1: Wow, I never knew that about sugar. Thank you so much for explaining that because I know the effects of sugar, you know, on the body. We know it's not the best thing to be putting in our bodies, you know. We're now starting to see it's not really the greatest for mental health, but I didn't really know that specifically with fertility. So thank you for explaining that.
0: Yeah, when we have high blood sugar, our body makes more insulin, which is that hormone that helps to bring sugar out of our blood into our cells. And it's that high insulin that causes inflammation in our ovaries and causes that overproduction of testosterone. So, you know, we think of PCOS as a fertility issue, which we often first think of as hormones, but it really comes back to blood sugar and blood sugar balance. You know, the longer I've been in this field, the longer I've, you know, the more I've realized that blood sugar balance is at the root of so many hormone imbalances, everything from, you know, fertility and PCOS to thyroid health. So, really, how we're, Combining our foods and what we're choosing to eat can play a major role in our ability to get pregnant with PCOS.
1: Hmm. And just touching, just going back to fertility for a second, Danielle, is it true that women with PCOS will need fertility interventions like IVF in order to get pregnant?
0: Definitely not. So that is a common misconception. And unfortunately, in the conventional medical world, women with PCOS aren't given much support typically they're given the birth control pill, which of course, when they're ready to get pregnant, the birth control pill, isn't really going to be what they want to be on. Um, and they're really just prescribed a few pharmaceuticals that aren't really addressing the root cause of their PCOS and aren't really helping them ovulate naturally. So, you know, of course, if they're only being given options that don't really address the root cause, then eventually they're going to get to a point where their doctor says, okay, this isn't working. So the next step is to do something more invasive and more expensive like IVF. Now I've worked with women with PCOS who have struggled to get pregnant for four to five years or women who have PCOS and who have gone through IVF multiple times and had IVF fail. And these women are able to get pregnant within a few months of applying this medicine because it's really not that their body is broken. Their body just needs a little bit more support And unfortunately, in the conventional medical model right now, that support isn't being given to them. Um, And it's usually, you know, they, I I see a lot of women who come to me after struggling to get pregnant for years, which is such a shame, because I'm like, if you had had this information, five years ago, I am fully confident that you could have had a child back then. But, Mm -hmm. you know, with social media, fortunately, this information is accessible to women now where it really wasn't even five, 10 years ago. So I think more women are realizing that there are more options out there for them than maybe what their conventional doctor is offering them. Um, I love, love, love when I get women in their early 20s who are trying to be proactive. And that's like such a good, good time. Um, But yeah, it's absolutely possible that pregnant naturally, I do not believe, I really don't believe that a woman should go through IVF before she has really done at least three months of good support around her hormones and her nutrient levels, because that's only going to put her body in a better place for IVF to be successful and for her to have a healthy pregnancy.
1: Mm, Interesting. So what are, let's say three things that women can do today to improve their chances of getting pregnant with PCOS?
0: So the first, which is sometimes a struggle for women to want to do is to get off the birth control pill So the birth control pill, like I mentioned, is often prescribed for PCOS. And that's because the birth control pill, basically it overrides our body's own hormones and it facilitates a monthly bleed. So if a woman is having these really irregular periods and then she goes on the pill and she starts bleeding every month, there can be this false sense of security of, oh, you know, my periods are regular now, whatever the issue was, the pill has fixed. But really the underlying issue is that the woman wasn't ovulating. And when you're on the birth control pill, you still aren't ovulating. The hormones of the pill are just allowing you to bleed each month. So my recommendation is if you're thinking about your fertility is to get off the birth control pill and start supporting your body's ability to ovulate, which could take months. It could take three months, six months. It could take 12 months. But while you're on the pill, the ovulation is not going to happen And it's going to be really hard for you to measure your progress. If you're not able to say, okay, this month I got my period and my cycles were this long. So number one, I'd say getting off the birth control pill is really important. And I would say at least getting off a year before you're hoping to start to try to get pregnant. So if you're thinking, well, I don't want to conceive until next summer. I would say get off now because you want to improve your gut health, improve those Or a blood sugar roller coaster. Mm. And I often see women lacking, and really just everyone, women and men lacking protein in the morning for breakfast. We tend to go for those more like carb heavy foods, especially because if we're running out of the house, it's easier to like grab that muffin or grab the bagel or whatever it is and run. But eating a balanced breakfast is so, so important. So, you know, a great example of this would be avocado toast with some scrambled eggs